my name's Gia, and today I have no guideline. So here is my stream of consciousness in regarding honesty and self-awareness. These two qualities are completely intertwined and really at the forefront of all of my streams of consciousness, really. Because in the past year, I think that I've gone through some substantial relationship changes that have forced me to really be honest with myself. I had to learn a really hard lesson in being honest with myself, which included having to admit to myself that I compromise who I am based on whatever relationship that I find myself in. And yes, I will be using relationships, romantic relationships, as the framework of this discussion because I think that it's honestly a pretty common narrative for one to be dishonest with themselves when it comes to relationships. And I'm not trying to attack anyone. Honestly, I'm trying to attack myself. I'm trying to call myself out on this. Hence the honesty and self-awareness. But I do think that my journey in the past five and a half years of just trying to discover the kind of partner I want to be and how to stay true to myself regardless of who I'm dating has just been one big lesson on how to be self-aware. So I was in a four and a half year relationship. Two of those years I was engaged to this person and it took me a while to realize that communication was a huge compromise that I was making. Mind you, I'm 27 years old and I I know how important communication is in a relationship, but I think the household that I grew up in has made it really easy for me to compromise something like as important as communication because I'm first generation in my family, which means I'm the daughter of two immigrants. And the language that was primarily spoken in my household was one that I didn't understand, which kept me in the dark, honestly, about a lot of family situations. And that has been sort of the precursor to this relationship, that being in the dark is not something that I wasn't used to. It's actually something that I was subjected to my whole life. And so with the end of that relationship, obviously there's a whole slew of feelings that come with, you know, what actually happened and like what brought me to realize how it was coming to an end. But if I'm thinking about it critically, it's been a year, a little over a year since that relationship ended. And I'm thinking critically right now. And if I were being honest with myself, I honestly, I think that that relationship would have ended earlier if I was a little more self-aware of what I was compromising. Kind of going off of that note, where I found myself next 
maybe two to three months after that relationship did not help any sort of growth in the right direction. I went straight into dating again after a four and a half year relationship in which I was planning a wedding with this person. I went right into a relationship because I didn't want to deal with the hurt. And that's on having a lack of self-awareness. So I found myself on dating apps, finally met up with somebody and ended up dating them for five months. And let me just say really quick that I, I mean no disrespect to either of these partners. I, I know what I did wrong and I'm, I'm very self-aware now of the things that I have done wrong. Things played out the way they did and we can't change them and you know, all we can do really is just grow from these experiences. And so in this five-month situationship that I found myself in, I can admit to myself now that I completely abandoned my well-being. It was funny because I can tell you that I was completely self-aware of how I was not in the right place I was not in the right headspace and I was not ready to be in any sort of relationship, not even a casual dating relationship. I was not ready to think of somebody in that position again so soon after this very long relationship. I did it out of wanting to... I almost feel like I just wanted to be a partner again. I didn't want to feel alone. I felt like I thrived as a partner. And what I mean by that really is that I was, I found, or I'm the type of person that finds a lot of fulfillment in a romantic relationship because I love very deeply and care for people. It's something that's natural to me. And I don't think I'm alone in that. I think that a lot of people can relate. Oh, I should put that on silent. Um, and so that's something that I'm aware of currently. And if I'm being honest with myself right now, I need to learn in this phase of life of how I can find fulfillment in things that don't necessarily involve a romantic partner. I think that there is a lack of balance in my life currently. And if you feel the same, I think it's really important to spend a lot of time alone. A lot of time, whether you're in a relationship or not, I think it's it's really important to spend alone time in order to gain that self-awareness and that honesty with yourself. Because it's in those times that you're alone that you can actually start to open up. And a lot of the times, that's going to suck. That's going to hurt. Being honest with yourself is not fun. (laughs) It's not easy and it's not quick. I think the current state of mind right now for me, being somebody that naturally gravitates toward romantic relationships 
it is really fucking hard for me to try and resist going on another dating app or reaching out and going out on a limb for somebody because that kind of gratification serves you directly. You know, like if I think about doing something by myself, I think that I have to like work at it. I think it has to be a lot of effort. I think the automatic feeling of having somebody care about you as a human being, that is something that's so naturally satisfying or naturally fulfilling. It's the automatic, it's the easy thing to do. The hard thing to do is to give that to yourself and find a partner who also gratifies, is that the word? Finding a partner that can also feel self-fulfilled and having you and this other individual come together as opposed to some sort of codependent relationship. I know that I'm going off on a tangent on ideals of relationships, but honestly, it's all tied together. I feel like I can't really separate the idea of a codependent relationship and lack of (laughs) self-awareness. Honestly, I don't think that those two concepts are separable. So going back to sort of my experience, after I left that five-month situationship, I found myself just completely mind-fucked because, and yeah, it had to do with the person involved, but I want to put a lot of the responsibility on myself because, like I was saying before, I was completely aware, and this is the funny thing, is that I was completely aware of my own self-sabotage. I knew that I was abandoning what I wanted and what was best for me. And so that raises the question of, do we really, in our heart of hearts, know what's right for ourselves and choose to go against that anyway for the sake of what's easier, for the sake of what's more convenient? For me, leaving a long-term relationship and facing the fact that I spent so much time compromising myself, the way that I fixed that problem was not dealing with it. (laughs) The way that I fixed that problem in the moment, two to three months after breaking off an engagement, I tried to fix that problem by not dealing with it, by moving on to the next person. And that was something I was aware of, yet I chose to abandon myself because I don't want to sit with the discomfort of being alone. I don't want to sit with the discomfort of facing all of the self-esteem issues that came with being rejected. After building years and years of expectations for a life, building a foundation with someone I didn't want to deal with all of the pain that came with me not believing that I was enough. And so toward the end of last year, I found myself 
journaling, recording voice memos on my phone, even recording videos of myself. And I think those three things, what they have in common is that I was really trying to talk to myself. In those moments where I abandoned my well-being, there was no communication between my subconscious and... Honestly, it's not even my subconscious versus my consciousness. It's my true self knowing what's good for me and this other person that desperately wanted to just avoid all pain. I'm going to say ego. It was me versus my ego. My ego is trying to protect me, trying to protect me from anything that hurts really. And so these methods of self-talk was me trying to communicate with my ego that it needs to let down its guard and it needs to accept the pain. It needs to do the motherfucking work of loving yourself truly and wholeheartedly. Be aware of the pain. Be honest. Be painfully honest with yourself about what needs to happen in order for you to grow. Because these growing pains are so, so necessary in order for you to evolve. And I pride myself in someone that values self-evolution. That's literally my Instagram bio is, I think it's like the greater than sign. And then self-evolution. Nothing is greater than self-evolution. That is all I am here for is to be a better person. It is a mandatory requirement for you to be self-aware and honest. And so I hope you take this even outside the realm of romantic relationships, even in the workplace, honestly, if you can be self-aware and you can be honest with yourself in all ways that you interact with people, whether it's at work, whether it's on a daily basis, you're just trying to have a conversation with a new friend, whether you're on dating apps, in all ways that you navigate through this world, if you are self-aware and you are honest, the growth that comes from that every time that you dedicate yourself to that level of authenticity that growth becomes more fulfilling than anything outside of you. Now go out and get yours. Peace and love.